Welcome to the Defend the Fort podcast, brought to you by the Fort Hay State University Alumni Association. Hey, Tiger fans, mark your calendars for Fort Hay State University homecoming September 30th through October 2nd. Come on out for fan favorites like the Tiger Bonfire, Oktoberfest, the homecoming parade, then cheer on your Tiger football team as they take on Nebraska Cardi. You won't want to miss it. Visit FHSUhomecoming.com for updates and a full schedule of events. And we'll see you there. Fort A. State Homecoming, September 30th through October 2nd. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from the Golden Q in Hayes. The Golden Q, dining, billiards, and a whole lot more. Two blocks east of campus, the Golden Q. If the game is on, we're open. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Alice, banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. GNL Tire and Automotive, complete automotive service and repair, and tires for all driving needs. And a good Tuesday afternoon. Welcome in to Tiger Talk. This is Voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock, joined by head football coach Chris Brown. We're glad to have you aboard here on a Tuesday edition of the program. No program on its normal Monday because of the Labor Day holiday, but we're back here on Tuesday, just a couple of days away from week two for the Fort A. State Tigers. They'll be on the road in St. Joseph, Missouri, taking on the Missouri Western State Griffins and another big matchup this Thursday night. Tigers coming off a, a tough one in their home and season opener last Thursday. Great crowd, great atmosphere, but the Tigers come up short 15 to seven to the fourth ranked Northwest Missouri State Bearcats and um, we'll talk about that game we'll preview the the Griffins and uh, look around the MIAA and a whole lot more Uh, we'd like to hear from you you can submit a question Uh, you could go to the Fort Hay State University Athletics webpage fhsuathletics.com and if you look for Fan Zone, it's on that front page. Hover over that. There'll be a drop-down menu, and you'll see Tiger Talk. Click on that, and you can submit a question. If we use it, you'll be uh, in a drawing for a $25 gift certificate from the Golden Q. So a chance to win some free food from the Golden Q. All you have to do is ask a question for the coach, and uh, anything you want to ask him, uh, we'll uh, see uh uh, see what the coach answers, but uh, we'd love to hear from you here on Tiger Talk. Again, live at the Golden Q and Hayes. The game's on. They're open. Tigers dropped their opener 15-7 last Thursday to Northwest Missouri State as Coach Brown joins us. Um, great atmosphere. Again, it was really um, another defensive battle. It's amazing. I, I guess the game in 19 was a little bit more offense, but another great game. I mean, and and. I guess when you sit back and reflect, it was the fourth-ranked team in the country, and we're nitpicking a few plays here and there, and it may have been and probably would have been a different outcome. Um, uh, just your general thoughts on the, the, the season opener and the opener on Thursday night last week. I just want to say thanks to our fans first. I mean, that was a tremendous crowd for game one, um, the enthusiasm, the excitement, um, not only in the stands, but, you know, that 
that gives us energy on the football field as well. But I just want to thank them for being there and, and supporting us. Sorry we didn't get you the win, but, uh, you know, it was a good fight. You know, it was, you know, our defense did, did very well. Um, their defense did very well as well. But, you know, it was tough on us, you know, starting inside the eight-yard line or the 10-yard line like eight times of our drives. And, uh, you know, those things happen, but we got to get out of those situations and score. But it was a good football game. You know, you look back at the last four meetings, and it, it's it's been a battle for, for – you know, for both teams, and uh, it's been a good battle. It's been a great way to start the season, too, so it kind of lets us know exactly where we're at, and I think we're in contention to, you know, hopefully make a run in the playoffs, but, you know, that we got to worry about this next game first, but I'm proud of our kids. They worked um, hard. They, they played hard, and they didn't give up. They didn't quit, and they did the things we asked them to do. We just didn't get the W. Yeah, I mean, you go back and just a handful of plays, and obviously offensively it was a bit of a struggle in the first half. couple drop balls, and you mentioned the field position. Your first three possessions, your own one, your own 11, and your own one. I mean, that, that makes it tough. We, we talked about it on the air. It's very reminiscent of the Ferris State playoff game in 18. It's just obviously your playbook condenses a little bit when you're at your own one. You just can't. You, there's certain things you're kind of held to, and then the safety on that very first offensive play, you're playing an uphill battle the rest of the night. Yeah, you are. You know, you go into a game with a plan and your top ten plays and, and how you're going to start the game, but once you start on the one-yard line, that kind of goes out the door, and you got to figure some other things out. And, uh, you know, the, the safety did hurt, but there's a couple of things there. If we make a couple blocks, um, you know, we might get 10, 15-yard gain, and then, then we're rolling down the field. But didn't happen out for us that way. But, you know, we'll be all right. You know, I, I believe in these kids, and I believe in our coaching staff and, and the things that, you know, that they're doing and the work ethic that they, that they have and the preparation that they do, you know, on a, on a weekly basis um, to continue to, to, to get better and, and hopefully win some games. I thought your team showed a lot of fight. I mean, that was there was a couple times you felt it was maybe slipping away, but uh, they kept grinding and kept battling and, and really gave themselves a chance to the very, very end. Yeah, we did. You know, we fought and scrapped and then, you know, that's just kind of the way these kids play. They never give up. They always play hard. Um, they believe they can win the game until the very last horn, and uh, you know, that's just the way our kids are. We we know we can win, you know, and, and we're going to battle to win every single game, and that's just the way, you know, that's just what we're going to do, and that's just kind of how the culture that, that we've built here now is, you know, we expect to win, and, you know, we'll, we'll find ways to do it. We'll find ways to get it done, and, you know, our kids will just keep doing the things that they're doing right now to make themselves better. What was the emotion like uh, leading up to the game that day, the the pregame warm-ups, just having not had the season in, in 2020? What was all that like? Could you, could you sense a difference? A little bit, you know, because, you know, usually as a coach, I'm really nervous and, and anxious, and, and going, all these things are going through my mind. But, you know, for me, this first game was excitement. You know, it was you know, having this opportunity to actually step on the field and actually play a football game. And uh, it was fun. It was enjoyable. And, and, you know, talking to Coach Wright, you know, Northwest, he, he felt the same way. He's like, this is different. You know, just this opportunity to play. And, you know, it's more of a – it was we were, we were both kind of more calm than, than we normally are. But it was just, you know, we were thankful for this opportunity to play this game again because, you know, it was taken from us. And, you know, I think the kids were the same way. They were excited. And we had to control their emotions a little bit because they're going price. They're going through a little bit something different than those coaches are because you know, they're getting ready to really go to battle. But, you know, it, our kids were ready. They were excited. They were energized. Um, they were just ready to play football again, and it was something that, you know, they, they, they truly did miss. And you mentioned the crowd. I mean, there were times it was loud. I mean, Louisville was as energetic and rocking as I can remember. There's been some great crowds and some great atmospheres, but I was second to none, I thought, last Thursday. It was. It was. To me, they knew exactly when to cheer. Third downs, they were really loud. You know, they were, when we were had the all-ball on offense, they, they did things, you know, cheered us on. But, you know, 
it was just exciting to feel that. And you, your hair is kind of standing up on the back of your neck. You know, when you hear the crowd talk like that, and just the, 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 the anxiousness, the anxiety, the excitement, you know, all those things going to play at one time. But just that crowd was tremendous. The student section was tremendous as well. I mean, that's probably the most students I've ever seen, you know, at one of our football games. And, uh, you know, Northwest brought a few fans as well. But, you know, it was a great atmosphere, and hopefully we could continue to build on that. Well, Tigers come up a little bit short. We'll talk more in detail about the ball game. We'll eventually preview this Thursday night. A couple of nights from now, the Tigers will be in action in St. Joe, taking on Missouri Western, another big, big matchup uh, at Spratt Memorial Stadium. Tiger Talk is brought to you by the Golden Q. That's where we are for the program. Love to see you out here. Normally on Mondays, 12.15 until 1 o'clock, but a special Tuesday edition because of Labor Day. The Golden Q with the games on, they're open. More Tiger Talk after this on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. Your brain is part of your body, and mental health care is health care. If you're experiencing overwhelming emotions or a loss of interest in your usual activities, it's time to reach out. Mental illness is real illness, but there's hope, and there is help. High Plains Mental Health Center has a 24-7 crisis hotline, 1-800-432-0333. We're here for you. Shift your summer into top gear and get a free ride with an internet speed upgrade from Nextech. Right now, current customers can increase their speed without increasing their price for three months. Don't have Nextech internet? Switch and we'll give you a $100 credit. Upgrade now and get entered to win a $250 gas gift card. Another free ride to go where you want. Take a free ride on us. Visit Nextech.com to sign up today. Some restrictions apply. Hayes Recreation is here for you. Introduce your youngster to volleyball with Volley Tots starting in September at the Hayes Rack. Kids, kindergarten through second grade will learn the fundamentals of volleyball while learning teamwork, sportsmanship, and a love for the game. Register today at the Hayes Rack or at HayesRec.org. We're still having fun. Hayes Rec's the one. We are still the one. Third and nine. The Bearcats are one for three tonight. They have it at the Tiger 44. Right to throw. And Tiger Talk presented by Adams Brown. They do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPA. Some of the action from last Thursday night. The Tigers falling 15-7 to Northwest Missouri State. The defense kind of the old bend but not break. And that was one of the big question marks going into the game going into the season that young defense young and inexperienced some some older guys who were 
thrust into starting roles for the first time in their careers. Some some young dudes. We we heard Perez, uh, Mason Perez at Alarnet, a redshirt freshman, in on that tackle. Um, it just felt like as the game went along, they kind of got used to it a little bit. Uh, uh, obviously, holding Northwest to 15 and really um, nine, seven till they scored that one really, really late. Thought the defense played well. I'm just curious your thoughts on how, how they did, and especially some of those young guys in that pretty big stage to start their careers. They did do well. You know, it was a big stage for, you know, a lot of guys, you know, on offense, on defense. But I thought defensively, you know, we're really, really young, you know, especially in the secondary. Um, linebacking core. I mean, Lake Hammer doesn't have a lot of, you know, games underneath his belt as well. And Miles Menges, who was a quarterback in high school, getting his <laughs> first start as a linebacker. And then you'll see those guys in the secondary, you know, like, Ty Cooper and, and Mason Perez. I mean, those guys haven't hardly played much at all. And Zuquelin Brown. And I mean, the, the, it goes on and on. You know, but you do have some some older guys there too. You know, Jordan Starks and you know Diamond Preston. And you know, on the D line, we got Javar Sanders and Sterling Swopes who have a lot of playing time as well. But you know, I thought our defense played really good. You know, they didn't they didn't break. You know, they bent a little bit, but didn't break. And it's a little bit just on first down. We got to do a little bit better job of you know making it second seven, second nine instead of first or your second five, second four, which we're in a lot of those situations, and it's hard to get stops when you get in that situation. But overall, I thought our defense played really well. Well, you forced them to punt their first three possessions and kind of the bend but not break. You got a couple of big sacks in there, and even though maybe first down wasn't to your liking as much, they were some big-time third-down stops and got a little bit of pressure on right. Yeah, they did. And, you know, Coach Harris had some great calls. You know, he knew – Puts a lot of time in him and his staff to, to, to figure out how to stop these offenses in this in this conference, which are very high-powered offenses and score a lot of points. And you know they did a good job of getting pressure on the quarterback and making him rush or or, or, or getting a sack as well. So uh, you know hats off to those guys for what they did. They had the long drive, their first possession of the second quarter, really the only drive of the game. Thirteen plays, fifty-eight yards, took over seven minutes and. Uh, Al McKellar, obviously, you got a big dose of him at the playoff game at UND. Um, you, in some ways, you could say he was maybe the difference. He's he's a legit legit player, and he was he was a loadful for you guys. He is he is a very good player. I mean, I didn't realize how big he was. I saw you know I stood there on the field and looked at him in person. I was like, man, this kid is a big kid, and he's strong, and he's fast, and he's powerful, and he runs physical. And uh, you know, I figured we'd probably get quite a bit. You know, a few doses of him, you know, through that game, and and we did. And, uh, you know, he runs hard, but our kids did a good job of wrapping up, tackling, and, and really not giving him a huge play, you know, because a lot of times in those games he breaks those open and gets to the end zone, and our kids didn't allow that. Offensively, it was a bit of a struggle, especially in the first half. I mean, were you surprised a little bit? I mean, just with as many people coming back on that offensive side of the ball, Chance Fuller, the receiving core, it just felt like it took him a while to get on track. It did. I mean, there, there's still some things there that we just, you know, catch a few balls, hit a few holes, you know, those type of things. But, you know, when you look at it, chances, you know, we had three new backs. I mean, the only one that really came back was Soto. The other guys are new. Um, receiving core was Manny, you know, and Budke. You know, that's really the two. But then you had, you know, Josh and Bama and, and a few others that, that really haven't played a lot for us. So the timing was off just a little bit and then understanding where they needed to get to. But to me, it was, it was the drop balls. That's the biggest part of it. And then Chance... You know, putting all the pressure on himself and all the blame on himself. I was like, man, you can't catch those balls for him. You know, you you, you made the throws you need to make. And, uh, you know, just, you know, you'll be all right. You're going to be fine. And then he'll be good. He'll be fine. But I'm, I'm proud of our team and the way they played this entire game. You mentioned Bama. Those folks don't know. Montario Birchfield, uh, Huntsville, Alabama, thus the nickname Bama back. He was with you earlier and then took a little hiatus from football. And, and now he's back. 
uh, in, in a Tiger uniform, and, and I'm sure he'd be the first to tell you he dropped a couple of balls that he should have made. We've seen him make big-time plays uh, in his year prior w- w- with Fort Hayes State, uh, but a guy who obviously can help you and obviously still has still has a lot of game in him, and, and it's, you know, I guess when you've sat out that long, almost, what, three going on four years, yeah. it I'm sure there had to be a little bit of rust and just a little bit of getting acclimated with game speed once again for him. It was, but you did see him. He did make some really nice plays, you know, in that game. Had two big catches for us, you know, and then the other ones, those are balls he normally catches, you know, and it's just, you know, trying to probably run before he actually got the catch of the ball and, and getting vertical. But, you know, he's an explosive player. He's a strong player for us. He's a, he's a tremendous wide receiver, and he's only going to get better as this year goes on. It's just getting really acclimated to the game of football. You know, when you sit out that long, it, it's hard, and especially playing in a game situation, you know, against Northwest, you know, game one, that puts a little bit more pressure on you as well. But, you know, i got all the faith in the world in that young man, and he's going to do great things for us. Well, you call him a young man. He's 26. I know he had birthday during camp. He's not not as young. I mean, I guess the, we, we used the word veteran wide receiver. It really applies to him. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but when you get as old as I am, you know, now all these all these young guys are young now. So we just call them young men. So I don't know. He's he's gonna be good. He really is. He's gonna. The rust is off. He's ready to roll. And uh, he 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 knows he has great potential. He knows he can do some great things. He's he's got all the confidence in the world. He just he's, he's just he's gonna make the plays now. And the running game, and we've talked a little bit about that. Uh, struggled 48 yards rushing. Obviously, it's an area you felt you'd be better at this year, and probably an area you have to be better at if the offense is going to perform to, I'm sure, what you're expecting and 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 hope they can do. Got to be able to run the football. And it was just, it was tough. You had a few a few glimpses of it, but it was hard to just consistently maintain that running game. Yeah, it is. And you know, with a few new faces, you know, you still got Pat Kelly and you got Amari. You know, but then the rest of them, you know, haven't really played a lot for us. You know, when you look at Tyler Levitt played for us, Tooley played for us, um, David Anderton played for us, Nick Gossage, um, Toby Godwin, Chris Strouder. I mean, tons of guys, you know, played a lot. And they played a role on that offense. And it's getting used to one another, understanding one another. And that takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. I mean, knowing you're going to come off the double team and get your reads and your calls and your checks and all these different things that go into playing O-line. I didn't realize how much it was until I started coaching tight ends of all the work that they had to put in. But it takes a little bit of time. But I, I truly believe that, that sooner than later, our run game is going to be pretty good. Well, and I know in the preseason, you you worked a lot of offensive linemen trying to determine who's going to be the starting five and, and how you're going to go all about that. And, and, and even in the game, you, I mean, you had – I don't know how many you played up there, but you probably played about eight or nine different players. Uh, is it still a work in progress to kind of figure that unit out, or is it going to be just who's playing well on that particular day? It's probably who's playing well on that particular day is what it's going to come down, which is good. Mm-hmm. You know, we need that depth at our own line because we've never had that. But it's, you know, we're going to find the guys that's going to give us the best chance to win, and, and whichever five of those are, well, those are the guys that are going to play. And uh, hopefully those guys keep competing for that starting spot because if they do that, each one of them is going to get better day in and day out. But it's going to be a process, and hopefully as we go through the next few weeks, um, we figure out who our guys are. Kalen Chapman got dinged up a little bit. Is uh, Do you have an update on his status at all, or are we still waiting to see? Still waiting to see. Um, you know, with the holiday and, and everything going on, it's kind of hard to get into the doctors, but we know we, we're we doing the treatment that we need to get done on him right now that we can, and he'll see the doctor today, and we'll kind of figure out what's going on from there. Tristan Tucker, a senior transfer, played on a playoff team at Harding. In fact, scored 
the only touchdown uh, that Harding scored against Northwest when they played in the playoff two years ago. Um, felt like he kind of had a slow start, but as that game went along, I guess to be expected with the new program, felt like he ran the ball a little bit better. Yeah, he did. And, and you know, his first game with us, you know, and, and actually playing a true tailback position besides one of those little, you know, they, they had that little wing T option play that they had at Harding. So, He's a more of a sweet guy for them, but now just being able to see, you know, the holes and seeing the blocks and those things, those take, that takes a little bit of time. I and mean, you can do it in practice, but it's not the same as it is in the game. But, again, he's one of those kids as, as time goes along, he's only going to get better, and, you know, Soto's going to get better as well. Well, you mentioned Adrian Soto, uh, the, the returner, a sophomore from, from Pueblo, um, had one career carry, went for, like, I think, a 64-yard touchdown in Northeastern the last game. And in 2019, he caught the touchdown pass. But I think you can kind of see, and, and in the return game as well, how dynamic and, and athletic and quick he is. Excited to see where his career goes, but you kind of got a taste of it on Thursday. Yeah, he did. He's got great vision. You know, he sees things very well. He sees blocks. He sets up blocks. He knows where the cut's going to be. You know, and then he's a great threat in the pass game as well. And uh, that's your all-around back that you're looking for. And I, and I do believe you know, if we need, need him in pass protection, he's going to be able to do that too. So it's going to be a battle between those three who, you know, towards the end of the season, who is our guy and who wants to be the guy. And, uh, you know, I think he's going to battle for it and fight for it. And, you know, he's going to be the one to be the starter. And if that's one thing you have, maybe, and I don't know if it's because of COVID not having the year, but it seems like you have more depth and more competition at all positions than maybe you've ever had in your time as Florida State's head coach. Yeah, we do, and uh, it's, on, it's on both sides of the ball. You know, you look at our secondary, I mean, we've got a lot of young guys there. Um, D-line's probably another place that we probably need to get some more depth at, but everywhere else, you look across the board, I mean, there's there's competition to, to, to be the starter, and to be a great program, that's what you need because guys competing day in and day out for that spot. You know, who, do, who do doesn't want to be the starter? You know, so you got to fight and compete and battle every single day and hopefully take somebody's job, and that just makes us better. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. The Hayes Orthopedic Institute, they're the official team physicians for Fort Hayes State Athletics. We're live at the Golden Q in Hayes, two blocks east of campus. If the game's on, they're open. We'll have more Tiger Talk when we return here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. Complete expert service and repair for whatever you drive. That's what you'll find in GNL Tire and Automotive. Over the decades, they've kept up with all the changes, and they always give you a free estimate and answer any questions you might have before any work is done. And of course, tires is in GNL Tires name because they have a complete line of tires for all vehicles, situations, and budgets. GNL Tire and Automotive on the bricks in downtown Hayes. 
Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. A new school year means new routines, and the taco shop knows that means you're busier than ever. So the next time you're waiting to pick somebody up, get your phone out, go to the taco shop app, and order ahead. On special, the chicken quesadilla, $3.79. Meat nacho, $1.69. And the pork nachos for $6.79. The taco shop, you've never had it so good. Come on down to the taco shop. Back to passes, Fuller looking, goes deep downfield for Birchfield, and he makes the catch, 40, 35, 30, down to the 27-yard line. First and 10, Ford Hayes State, 52 yards from Fuller to Birchfield. That was one of the big plays on Thursday night by Montario Birchfield, effectively known as Bama in these parts. He had a couple of big catches, and one of them setting up a four-day state touchdown. Tiger Talk presented by Golden Belt Bank, here to make every story shine brighter. It's the way they do banking, one story at a time. Check them out at goldenbeltbank.com. Tigers falling 15-7 in their opener last Thursday to Northwest Missouri State. They'll be in St. Joseph this Thursday night, a couple of more nights away, and they'll be taking on the Griffins of Missouri Western. We kind of touched on it, but field position was was uh, a, a tough deal. I mean, you look your own one, your own 11, your own one. Second quarter, not as bad, 35 in the 26th, and your own 22, your own 20, your own one, your own two, your own 19, your own 22, your own 24. That's tough, and, and while, yes, they had... You know, uh, Hohenstein did a good job punting for them. Some of that is, um, you know, defense maybe getting stops, offense not flipping the field, even, you know, on, on possessions where you move the ball a little bit. So it's it's maybe not just one or two areas, but it's a kind of a collective uh, uh, situation. But that obviously makes things tough when you're pinned that deep and having to drive that, that far every time. Yeah, it is. And it's just us working together, you know, as a team, um, whether defense, you know, getting a three and out so we get a short field or you know they give a few yards and then they kind of pin us inside the 20 or the 10 offense getting a few more first downs and then the special teams punting it away and, and, and pinning them deep and uh, you know that's what they did all night northwest was able to do those things and even the quarterback pinned it inside the one one time on one of his little quick soccer kicks but mm-hmm. you know their punter was tremendous he did a great job he did an excellent job of putting us inside the you know the two yard line a, a number of times and uh you know, it just we got to work together as a team. I mean, the first game it's been a long time, no excuses. You know, of course I'm gonna put all the blame on myself. I mean, there's nothing on the kids, but we got to get better in all you know facets of the game and and and, and work together. Kicking game obviously um, uh, was a big factor in the game. You miss a 39-yard field goal in the second quarter, and then that 50-yarder late, which just came up a, a little bit short. And um, I mean, for years it was just a you didn't worry about it. We've kind of talked on that, uh, touched on this before in the program, but uh, um, it's been probably over a decade 
um, which you you didn't worry about the kicking game, and, and not that you're you worry about it, but obviously there's some some growth to go there. Con- concerns with the special teams? That's something that can still be improved on as this year goes along. I think everything can be improved in as the year goes on. But, you know, we were spoiled with you know had Drew O'Brien and then we had Brandon Brown and Dante Brown. I mean, those were some tr- tremendous kickers and. Uh, you know, I think Fernando is a great kicker as well, and Parker Jenke. I mean, those guys are, are, are good kickers, and they can get the job done. It's just it's been a long time. It's the, really their first game situation with us as well and understanding the situations. But, you know, I see them make those kicks in practice, and I wouldn't attempt those kicks if I didn't think they could make those. And, uh, you know, I know they can get it done, but, you know, I think we can improve everywhere. Even, you know, coverage, you know, on kickoff one time was bad, and, just different things like that that we can do better. You know, our punts can be a little bit deeper than what they were. You know, we get a little more distance on our punts and and better coverage as well. So it's just a mixture of things that as a, as a staff and as a, as a team we got to work on and get better at. Well, and you mentioned kickoffs and punts and, and the coverage, but getting, I mean, that's one thing that Dante did so well. I mean, near the goal line, get some, some height on the kicks to allow coverage, and, and a lot of them are more low-line drive kicks, I'm sure, an area that uh, uh, you guys have been working on and addressing. But, boy, that you can you know, see what a difference that makes when you're uh, a line drive kick. It's just harder to get down and cover. It is because it just gives them more time to, to see the field and let them set up their blocks a little bit easier. You know, when you get that hot ball high in the air, you got more time to cover and get closer to the, to the return guy. And, uh, you know, we didn't have that. So, uh, you know, it's something we did address this week and, and, and we're working on. And hopefully it's cleaned up and, and it looks a lot better on Thursday. Well, and it, we always hear a lot teams improve the most between week one and week two. I mean, do you buy that? I mean, and, and I'm sure it's natural. You get that first game in. But or is it a gradual thing? I mean, you, I've heard coaches say that for, for eternity. Week one to week two is the most improvement you make all year. I don't know if I believe it or not. I mean, I really don't. I think if you win the game, nobody really even says it, right? <laughs> yeah, but point. if you lose the game, it, oh, look at the improvement they made because they won the second. You know, what I mean? so it, it, either way, I mean, I, I think you gradually improve as the, as the year goes on, and hopefully, you're playing your best ball towards the end of the season, and, and you've done enough through the through the season to put yourself in you know playoff contention. So I think it's just a gradual thing that kids just you know, continue to get better week in and week out, and you know you change things tremendously each week and a lot of times it's the opponent you're playing you know sometimes you have really good strengths against an opponent and sometimes you're really weak so it just depends on what team you're playing and 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 how you how your team matches up and i think we match up with northwest pretty good um i think we match up with mo west coming up here pretty good as well but then there's other teams in our conference like i don't know how we really match up just whether it's the front lines or whether it's the skill guys. So it's week to week, but, you know, in this conference, every week matters. Well, we'll talk more about the Griffins here shortly as the Tigers get set to face Missouri Western at Spratt Stadium this Thursday night. We're live at the Golden Q, two blocks east of campus on in Hayes. Uh, they've got daily food and drink specials, so stop on by and, of course, get your uh, game weekend started right or your post-game gathering. Of course, I'll have all the college football games on this weekend here at the Golden Q if the game's on. They're open. We will take another break. More to come from Tiger Talk. We're live at the Golden Q here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. 
As an athlete, the one thing you dread the most is injuries. They keep you from being the best you can be. That's why for sports injuries, area athletes rely on the Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute. The trained professionals in sports medicine get you diagnosed and on the road to recovery as quickly as possible. Open Monday and Thursday mornings 8 to 9, the Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at the Hayes Orthopedic Institute will help you be your best. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Med, part of the University of Kansas Health System. Midwest Energy's Housemart program is the easy way to make improvements to your home, like new heating and AC, insulation, and air sealing. With Housemart, you'll get a top-to-bottom energy audit from a certified auditor who will suggest improvements. You pick an approved contractor to make upgrades, and we pay up to 100% of the costs. Payback is made through savings on your energy bill. Learn more at MWEnergy.com. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. Our clients know Bernard Hauer CPAs in Hazen Garden City, but do you know Bernard Hauer? What you really should remember is that we have over 60 years experience built by establishing lasting relationships with our clients. So when you're looking for help with financial statements, dealing with the IRS, filing annual tax returns, require an annual audit, or just need business advice, contact us. With Bernard Hauer in your corner, you're not the only one looking for an opportunity to increase your bottom line. We are too. Bernard Hauer CPAs. We can help. We do that. Third down and seven. Tigers at their own four, down nine, nothing. A little over six to go in the third. Four in the shotgun, throws downfield. He's got a man open. Birchfield, 40, 45, 50, and then steps out of bounds. And then a flag comes out. We're going to get a face mask at the end of this one. Some of the highlights from uh, Thursday night, Fort Hay State and Northwest Missouri State. Fort Hay State, uh, Coming up short in that one, however, as they uh, put up a good fight but come up a little bit short, falling to the Bearcats by the final of 15-7, to getting set to hit the road. They'll be in action this Thursday night in St. Joe against Missouri Western. Tiger Talk brought to you by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer. Buckland, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt BTI, our family in partnership with your family. Again, if you want to submit a question for the coach, chance to win a $25 gift certificate from the Golden Q, you all you have to do is go to the FHSU Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com, look for the fan zone on the front page, hover over that, it'll be a drop-down menu, and you'll see Tiger Talk, you can submit your question. And we did have a question submitted to us. Uh, Coach wanted to know that even though it was a loss on Thursday, do you think there is such a thing as a good loss? I mean, all losses aren't good. I mean, but I do feel like, you know, our, our kids played pretty well in the situations that we were put in. You know, we made, you know, we did what we could. I mean, I still think there's a couple of things here and there that we we could learn from, and that's just something about a loss that you usually learn more from a loss than you do a win. And, uh, and that's what I can take away from that, you know, is, you know, we did learn, okay, we got to do better on first down defensively. You know, special teams-wise, we got to change field position. Offensively, you know, we got to, you know, get some first downs, you know, when we are backed up and, and, and catch some of those balls that, you know, in those situations and, and taking advantage of opportunities, you know, when they arise. You know, we, we were given some opportunities and we just didn't take advantage of them. And, uh, you know, if we make a couple field goals, you know, then this game might be a totally different game. But, you know, you do learn a lot more from a loss than you, than, than you do a win. And, uh, you know, that, that's what I'll take. That's what I can say about it's not a good loss. I mean, every, every loss is not good, but 
that's the good thing that comes out of this game is, you know, there's some things that we can see that we need to work on and what we got to get better at. And this was against the number four team in the country, which I think if, you know, folks saw that game and you're not that far. I mean, you're right there against a, a top five team. And, and if you, you know, you said a few few plays, make a few catches in the first half, clean up a few things. You have every every chance to win that football game. And then we're talking about a win over a top four team in a country, and we're excited. So I think uh, the future for this team and the, the for, for this season, very, very bright. Yeah, as long as they keep their minds right and, and believe in themselves and have the confidence as, as as coaches have in our, having them right now that, you know, I truly feel this could be a really good football team. I think we have everything we need to to be a great football team. I think we've got the offense. I think we've got the defense. I do believe we have the special teams guys to get things done. It's just putting everything together. And that's how you win ball games. All three facets of the game have to be on the same page during the game. And, uh, and we just got to pick each other up and, and keep plugging forward and, and go get better. And that's what our kids did this week. Another Thursday night game. And I know the first one was on Thursday, but you're coming off a of camp and you probably can, I mean, build your your camp around a Thursday night game but then having a, a second one and then on the road um, what are the challenges there does it does it is that a big deal does it make a make a big difference I, I kind of like honestly I mean for, as a coach being on the road is nice I love playing in front of a home crowd don't get me wrong but on the road you you have them you know on the night before a game you know in the hotel room you have all these meetings you know we have meetings as well but it's just a little bit more it's just us you know and we don't have all the distractions around us where you know we can lock them in their hotel room and keep them you know they're, they're good kids but it's just when we want to get to them we can get to them when they're all right there and we're eating every meal together you know besides just you know the, the pregame meal and it's just you know, building those bonds amongst one another and, and, and the kids are around each other a little bit more and they start to care about each other a little bit more as well. And it's just that the bonding on the road is just, it's awesome to see. And just the things we're able to do as coaches with our players on the road as well is nice. A night road game. You mentioned, you know, having the meetings. How do you kill time? I mean, that's, you know, one thing when it's a Saturday afternoon game and you, you get up, you have your pregame breakfast, meal, whatever, your meetings, boom, you get in a bus, you go to the stadium, play a game. You've got a full day to kill. How, how do you guys handle that? Well, we'll get them out in the morning, probably around 8.30, eat breakfast. And then after breakfast, we'll have, you know, special teams meeting, offensive meetings, defensive meetings, um, let them rest a little bit, you know, in their in their rooms. And then, you know, then we'll have pregame meal. Then, you know, we'll, we'll have pregame meal about an hour early. We'll, we'll do chapel before pregame meal, which is be, it's usually four and a half hours before the, the game we do chapel this time it's gonna be like five and a half hours before the game then we'll have pre-game mail four and a half hours before and then we're actually going to stay in kansas city and drive to st joe so it gives us a little bit more time just to so we're not laying around sitting around the hotel room to, to, to get our kids ready all right well that's always interesting and uh um, I know sometimes coaches wish you'd play at 11 a.m. every every time. You just you just get up, boom, go play your game and and, and be done with it. But uh, it does make it, I'm sure, a little bit challenging on the road to uh, not just the idle time, but just to keeping kids engaged and all those things that go with it. It is just you know those when it's one o'clock on the road game, it's it's you get up, eat breakfast, and, and you go play. But when it's a it's a night game, it, it's hard, you know, on your team and. Uh, you know, we just got to make sure that they stay focused, locked in, and make sure they're getting the rest they need and make sure we're feeding them properly and they're staying hydrated and, you know, just doing every little thing that we can to make sure that our kids are ready to play on Thursday. Tiger Talk brought to you by G&L Tire and Automotive. Before you hit the road, like the Tigers will be doing uh, later tomorrow, stop by G&L Tire and Automotive. Tires for all driving needs and budgets, complete automotive service and repair, and you'll always get a free estimate before any work is done. G&L Tire and Automotive, they're on the bricks 
in downtown Hayes. We will take our final break. When we come back, we'll preview Thursday night, the Tigers in St. Joe, Spratt Memorial Stadium, taking on the Missouri Western Griffins. We'll tell you about it when we return here on Tiger Talk along the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the queue. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. On target, on time, and on budget. Commercial Builders Incorporated has established a reputation for quality commercial building and renovations, as well as residential construction. Their team of professional office administrators, experienced project superintendents, and workmen are proud to support Hayes and the surrounding communities on and off the job site. Contact them today at 785-628-1031 or learn more at commercialbuildersinc.com. Glassman Plumbing, Heating, and Air are happy to offer you the new Carrier Infinity 26 air conditioners and the Infinity 24 heat pumps, the highest efficiency available on the market. Carrier is the only manufacturer to have Bluetooth pairing through a Wi-Fi connection. So what does that mean for you? No need for service techs to traipse in and out of your house multiple times during a service call and the ability to control the sound output. Turn to the experts. Glassman Plumbing, Heating, and Air. The choice is perfectly clear. Parts, accessories, cleaners, batteries. The know-how guys at Gibbs Auto Supply and Hayes or local Napa Auto Parts stores have it all. Detailing products from cleaners and waxes to brushes and protectants to help keep your vehicle looking new. Batteries for the boat, for the lawn and garden items, and for the ATV. Keeping you running, keeping it clean. From oils and parts to filters and tools. Gibbs Auto Supply, your local Napa Auto Parts stores and Hayes has it. Napa know-how. There's the snap, full to throw, with time, steps up, home run, ball, Soto open, he catches, touchdown, Ford Hayes State, on fourth down and seven, they go 36 yards, and the Tigers are on the board with five minutes to go in the third. Well, Tiger Chuck brought to you by the Taco Shop, dine and carry out or fast delivery. The taco shop just east of campus, you've never had it so good. Gutsy fourth down call there. Worked out for what proved to be your only touchdown of the ball game. But uh, um, a lot of, I mean, was it never in doubt you're going to go for it on fourth down? Just kind of the way the, the game was unfolding. That was uh, obviously a, a key situation that got you right back in the ball game. It's just kind of the way the game was going. You know, we missed the first field goal. And uh, you know, it was just kind of a situation there where it was kind of maybe out of his, his range a little bit. But too close to really punt and you know, the situation there that you know we need to score some points and, and get some points on the board so I let coach Brian know hey we're going to go for it and do you got something for this and he goes I think so so you know he called the perfect play at the perfect time and, and it worked out for us well now you're on the road for the first time in a while you'll be on the road at uh, Missouri Western uh, Spratt Memorial Stadium the Griffins had a great second half comeback bib and lost 24 to 20 at Central Oklahoma in uh, their opener last Thursday night. I guess just your overall thoughts on, on Missouri Western. You, you look at them, experienced veteran defense, very young and inexperienced offense. Yeah, you, you do. And it's, you know, you kind of look at 
us. You know, we, we got some experience, I feel like, on offense, but we've also got a lot of young guys that are inexperienced, and the same with our defense. You know, we've got some guys that have experience and, and don't, but it'll be an interesting game. You know, they're going to be hungry for a win as well. You know, they had a good fight there in UCO, and, uh, you know, they're going to be looking to get that W just as well as us. And, you know, we haven't played very well against them. You know, when you look at um, 17, 18, like, well, no, 18, 19, um, we hadn't played well, and we had a lot of turnovers, you know, inside the red zone that, that kept points off the board and then just, you know, had some mistakes in, the, in that game that, that, that really cost us. So hopefully we clean that up, we play a clean game, and we get after them a little bit. But they're a very good football team, and they're going to do everything they can to win. You can almost point in each of those two seasons in which you came up just short of a playoff berth, a loss to Missouri Western as maybe the key game that kept you out. Yeah, it, it is. And, uh, you know, we got to do a good job of making sure we're going down there. We're, par- we're prepared. And, uh, and I think our kids have done that. But we got to come out and play fast and, and get, on my, get on them early. And, uh, you know, they're a team that's they're solid. I mean, they're good on defense. They run to the ball well. They, they play physical and offensively. Same way. You know, they got a quarterback that's pretty good. He's, he's, he's got some time underneath his belt. And, and, and they all have a game underneath him now. So uh, they're going to be hungry just like we are. So I, I'm expecting a good battle. It seems like there's been just some kind of just weird things, weird plays. I remember like one year, a, a punt hit in the chest of a linebacker and ends up returning it for a big big play. Just some some crazy things that have kind of gone against you when you play Missouri Western for whatever reason. It is. And just, you know, I think we had like six turnovers in the red zone, those two, mm-hmm. two games combined, and it's just tip balls. You know, guys in position to make the play, they just – slips out of their hands and you know and they pick it off or you know somebody just not doing their job and it costs us so hopefully you know we talked about our, to our kids this week about all the little things that go into to winning a ball game and it's the details and and doing your job every single time to the best of your ability and doing it hard so hopefully we do that and, and we come out on top and it's a road game and we kind of touched on playing on the road but that'll be a new experience especially for the young guys uh, playing for the first time away from home and how they handle that and I guess that's where you lean on your veterans to try to work them through those situations yeah you do and that's how you kind of match them up in their hotel room you know a veteran with a younger guy just just let them know how we do things and uh you know it's pretty low key it's pretty laid back and guys are doing what they're supposed to do and getting themselves ready but it's it's preparation throughout the week and preparation while you get on the road but hopefully we come back with this w all right sounds good coach as always we appreciate it um have a good i guess practice today and short one tomorrow and safe trip and we'll see you in st joseph thursday night yes sir thanks gerard that's head coach chris brown of the four-day state tigers again they'll kick at seven from spratt memorial stadium we'll be on the air with the auto world pregame show at six o'clock on tiger radio mix 103 tiger talk brought to you tonight or this afternoon by adams brown the hayes orthopedic institute golden belt bank bti the taco shop and GNL Tire and Automotive. And of course, we're live at the Golden Q, two blocks east of campus, the Golden Q. If the game's on, they're open. You can catch the video replay on Hayes Post if you miss the program live today. That's going to wrap it up for Tiger Talk. For Coach Chris Brown, Gerard Walbrock, so long, everyone.